I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have yet discovered. I'm a superhero, Mama. A real life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We will make you a superhero. Are you ready to become the hero? Initiating surprise in three. This two is one. The Real Brian Show. Da. Da. This, this, das good. This good. This show good. Das boot is good. I'm so excited. We have such an awesome show for you today. End your week right. Escape the negativity and the heaviness around you. Join the fun. Join the positivity. Unleash your superhero. Nerd out. Don't apologize for it. Embrace your curiosity and diverse interests. You know, that's what we're all about here today. And my gosh, we have so much to talk about. Socrates. Hey, we know that name. Yeah. Hey, look him up. Oh, it's under Socrates. Oh, yeah. Socrates. The only true wisdom consists in knowing that you know nothing. That's us, dude. Oh, yeah. That's us, too. Let's rock it. Welcome to The Real Brian Show. Thanks for joining us. I am the real Brian. Captain Influence, I, I think the, the question is, though, do we know nothing or are we truly wise? You are only truly wise if you'd know if you would acknowledge that you know nothing, Brian. Uh, that that quote from that movie, in fact, has kind of become a mantra for me ever since then. Ever since what? 88, what, 88 when it came out? Yeah, something it was like that, right? 88, yeah. Yeah, ever since then, I, I just latched onto that phrase. True wisdom is knowing that you know nothing. <laughs> and I just kind of, I thought, yeah, that, that's really smart. Yeah. Ever since then, I've kind of been one of those, I don't really, really know what I think I know kind of people. So, yeah. Yeah. That's us, dude. Well, that's team. So great, man. Dude, speaking of uh, a wise man who knows nothing, welcome, Bentastic. Welcome, welcome. Wait, that was well, horrible. You know, that, that, no, you, you're a wise man. We're just going to go with that. That was mean. That was well, horrible. You don't know what you don't know, you know? <laughs> exactly. You know? I wish everyone oh. knew that, though. <laughs> don't you know? Wait, are, are you from the great... Well, that, that's more like Minnesota. Um, Minnesota. Or North hey. Dakota. Are you from the, the great north? Or not? The is great it the, white north. Is it the white the north great, up there? The great white north. Yeah. Yes. In, in my igloo with a polar bear beside me in my... Beside my chair. Sweet. Well, we're no. down here with all the potheads, so you know, one way or the other, stereotypes are a good thing no matter wait, wait, where wait. you live. Wait, those yeah, are my neighbors. All potheads too. <laughs> <laughs> but remember, in Iowa, nobody. There's no. Well, anyway, welcome. Trudeau legalized it, dude. Fantastic. Uh, all the way up in Calgary. How do you say it? Is it Calgary? Calgary or is it Cal? Um, I don't, I don't, I don't think about how I say. It. I just say Calgary. Oh, so you, there you say go, okay. Calgary? Somebody said it like Calgary or something, and I was like. Or, or Kagalri. <laughs> I've heard it said that the longer you live here, the more syllables you kind of remove or or letters you drop from the word when you say it. So eventually it's just Cree. Ka. No. Ka. Eventually, yeah. I live up in Ka. Not nice. to be confused with, with California. <laughs> well, but Canada is Ka. I work it. Well, anyway. Yeah. Well, you guys welcome. teasing me with Canada. Come on, Canada, you guys. Canada. I know. Well, we talked about having this entire discussion about convincing <laughs> you to come to Canada, but I thought, you know... 
It might be a they, little sensitive right now. There's a lot of yeah. There's a lot of yeah, stuff they out do, there. They don't. One want thing me. we should talk about though is is the way that they arrived at the name Canada. Oh yes, please. Oh, is yeah. they, they they couldn't really decide on a good name, so they said put a bunch of letters in the hat, and <laughs> and Buddy draws one letter. And he reads it. C A. Grabs the next letter. N A. Next letter. D A. <laughs> That's it. That's awesome. <laughs> Good True joke, story. Dude. Not no. So Ben Tastic, Ben Tastic sent. He's like, have you ever seen the movie Canadian Bacon? John Candy was in it, and and some yes. other guys. You've seen it, okay? I've never seen it, so I watched Long a clip, and I'm like, ago. oh man, that's just priceless. Was that Steve? Oh. No, no, no. Uh, oh my gosh, I totally spaced. No, Gutenberg? No, the guy that, that that was actually the Canuck in the jail was that the comedian Stephen Wright? That's who I'm thinking of. Was oh. that Stephen Wright? I don't know because he Dude, sounded I like it. Remember. I was like. 12 when I watched that so gosh oh man yeah, you, you know Stephen Wright you know the comedian that's like hey I uh I once kicked a baby in the face once and like everybody laughs and he's like oh that's funny Denver laughed at me kicking the baby let me write that down you know he's the guy that has no emotion you know what I'm talking about I kind of do but I didn't know that was who that was okay, that's not well. the same guy that does I don't know if it's his actual actor name like Ben Stein no, 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 but it's a no. similar thing, but it's not. Yeah. I saw Stephen Wright actually in Denver. He was hilarious. Oh my gosh. But yeah, he has no emotion, no inflection, nothing. And his jokes are absolutely hilarious. Just beautiful. I have to know if that's him. Anyway. Yeah. Totally righteous, dude. I'm totally going to look it up and be like, hey, man. It was Stephen Wright. Yes, he was the Canuck in the jail. All right. <laughs> All right. That makes dude. me so excited. I love him. All right. Well, welcome from the great white north of Canada. <sighs> I appreciate Can we call you, you Hosehead, please? What? <laughs> it's not Hosehead. It's Hoser. <laughs> it's also Hosehead. Is it Hosehead? Oh, yeah. He calls him Hosehead a couple times. Yeah. Oh, geez. Ah, geez. Well, no. Anyway, uh, for those of you who are like, fantastic. He was on another episode. We It was a Monday episode that we did. What? Back in March now? Has it really been that yeah. long ago? I think end, end of March or so. Around there, yeah. Wow. That sounds about right. Springtime, yeah. Yeah, so way back at the beginning of COVID, you jumped in and we talked about making the most of this time and you were actually talking about how to thrive in COVID. It was episode 213, 213. So go back and check it out if you have not listened to it. It's just fantastic. You had a good time. <laughs> no, it was Bentastic. I love it. Yeah, I fell in love with Bob and Doug McKenzie's Great White North album Oh, when I was... <laughs> seven years old i think my dad or my cousin played it for me uh when i was seven years old and i ever since then, i've just been hooked nice. so yeah nice i listened to that album so many times over the years you gotta Especially look up i don't th- i don't think it's worth putting in the whole music playlist or anything but you gotta at least listen to once bob and doug mckenzie's 12 days of christmas oh yeah. it's awesome or their anthem song take off by getty lee of rush oh it's also <laughs> on that album good good song i'll check it i do love that that is it the 12 pains though or 12 days no on the uh, oh, 12 days of Christmas. That's Bob right. Bob Rivers did 12 pains and then those guys were uh, 12 days. It was like the, yeah, for the, what is it like on the first day of Christmas? My true love gave to me a beer, a beer. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That was that one. Okay. <laughs> nice. Hey, what are you guys drinking? We haven't talked. We haven't asked that question in a while. What Long are you, time. Dude. What are you drinking? Captain, what are you drinking? You know, Brian, it's funny you ask because I've been getting a little bit down with all the, you know, the decent some mediocre coffees out there. Oh, hoity-toity kind and, of stuff. And, you know, my, my wife keeps throwing these fairly good coffees at me. And, and you know, it's just starting to really 
hanker, my taste buds. And I kept longing for that old, that old red plastic bin <laughs> with, with the, with its companion oh. yellow, tall, gleaming yellow carnation creamer next to it. Mm. And I got to say, dude, I'm, no. I'm really, I'm really hearkening back to the Folgers lately. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Brian. You just couldn't take the heinousness of good quality coffee. Is that what I'm hearing? That's what you're hearing. I don't think it's permanent because I don't, I don't think my wife's going to put up with it very okay. long. But for now, I'm just going back to the good old days. Yeah, you heard it here, folks. Like, you care. But um, the, the best part Folgers, of waking up, man. That's right. Oh. That's right, dude. That's, that's, that's engraved in my mind with a laser. Well, that, that marketing bit. I'm glad you went back to Folgers. No, you're not. No, I'll re- no, really. I mean, whatever helps you <laughs> to have a good day. You know, <laughs> you're, are you really actually back to Folgers or not? No, I was oh. I'm just kidding, dude. Okay, so you're still drinking the the stuff that your wife is is, is bringing, which is uh, some good quality coffee, right? Yeah, it's great stuff. Nice. Yeah, and I and I've still been using that, you know, that almond milk creamer. Ooh. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's it's all good, dude. No Folgers, sorry. Good. I just thought it'd be funny to fake you out. It's disappointing. I mean, you know, cause this has been such a shtick here for so long that, you know, now it's gone. There's no Folgers anymore. And part of it is like, I could literally through my headphones, hear the face slaps out there <laughs> of the people listening who haven't even listened to this yet. Uh, I could yeah. just hear them smacking their foreheads. Well, going, Not again. Just remember what bad kitty used to say. Wasn't he Maxwell? <laughs> was bad kitty uh, maxwell was yeah, that yeah. kitty or thunder one of those two no no it was maxwell. bad no 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 thunder drinks good coffee <laughs> maxwell how or uh, bad kitty was Max. he was the one that's like you know was it maxwell i don't remember it's one of those really bad coffees yeah, you know, it, was, it like, was maxwell house, maxwell house was, where he's yeah. like you know only real men drink that and i'm like what 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 <laughs> no no lord thunder the, drinks the the primo i think the last real man who drank maxwell house coffee and Died. ate uh, Quaker oh. Oats uh, was Wilford Brimley and he just died. So rest in peace. Wilford. Oh, well, people didn't know about his diabetes. So I can't say the, the word he used yeah, to he use. He lasted a while. He, he lasted did. a while. You know, it's amazing actually how long he lived with, with his health issues. Diabetes. Yeah. Maybe he just wasn't stressed or he was drinking what I'm drinking right now, which is pirate chai. It is homemade chai with homemade cashew and cat milk. Yes, you can milk <laughs> cats. Glorious <laughs> fresh chive spices, cinnamon, cardamom, black pepper, and a touch of lighter fluid to give it a nice kick as well. And of course, you know, black tea. So it's pirate chive. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. Did you get lighter fluid and cat milk? Stiller? Yeah, cat milk. <laughs> you know, you can milk cats. Didn't you guys ever watch? What was that? Meet the Parents? Yeah. I was yeah. going to say, did you get the cat milk directly from Ben Stiller? Or uh... <laughs> No, no. There, There's like a cat milking plant here. Uh, actually, it's in Kansas, not not here in Colorado. We we wouldn't do that to cats here. Yeah, um, and it's only a rumor in Kansas. So, <laughs> okay, no, uh, this is it's the butterfly chai that I'm drinking. You know, it is truly the homemade cashew milk, and they make everything fresh with all their stuff, and it is absolutely fantastic. So good. Don't drink lighter fluid. Don't drink grog. Bad things will happen to you. Okay. Uh, grog's okay. <laughs> Just lighter fluid and cat milk. I don't know. Grog has lighter fluid and or gasoline in it. That's, that's the only way to become a man and put some hair on your back. All right, fantastic. What are you drinking? <laughs> well, the thing I am consuming like water, so I refer to it as a oh, drink, okay. is okay. Our, our homemade popsicles. Oh. So oh. this is a recipe. We used to do these when I was a little kid. I've had the recipe memorized since I was like five. So you take one package of Jello mix, and the fun, the fun thing we used to do is mix up flavors. You take one pack of Jello mix, like 
the Bill Cosby Jello. <laughs> not that he's affiliated anymore. Not that. Um, hey, hey, hey. Hold on. That was a pudding. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry. The and then Jell-O. you take one package. Do you remember those little, you can't find them everywhere, at least in Canada right now. Those little packages of Kool-Aid, you pour it into a two liter. Oh, yeah. Two quart jug. And yeah. then you add a, a cup of sugar. Yeah. The ones that like yeah, hang on the little packages. paperclip thingies at the stores. Yeah. Yeah. Or the, the yeah. yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so one package of Jello, one package of Kool Aid. We used to love mixing the flavors up, like the ones that we're having today. We did pineapple Kool Aid with orange Jello. Ooh, <laughs> primo! Mm. So you put one cup of sugar in with that, dissolve it in two cups of boiled water, then you add two cups of cold water, and then you just get some of those homemade popsicle containers oh, and yeah. freeze it all up. Beautiful. And uh, oh, glorious, dude! How long like- do they take to freeze? Depends on your freezer. I think about. Five to six hours. That's oh, wow. how long it took us last night in our in our fridge freezer. Put in a deep freeze. I think it goes a bit faster. That is a sugar rush. <laughs> that oh, is yeah. awesome. I think I think I've had five or six of them today. <laughs> Dude, this is going to be a fun show then. Yeah, we'll be like, okay, I got hear in his I voice. Got, I, got, I got to tell you more. I got some more. Sh- <laughs> Dude, that is righteous. That sounds awesome. Yeah, right. Dude, that is that is uh, most triumphant. Thank you for we're sharing. Bill and Ted phrases, by the way, anything from Bill and Ted is fair game today because Bill and Ted face the music is out today and not just in select theaters, but you can buy it (laughs) on demand, which I'm excited about. I'm a huge Bill and Ted. Well, Bill and Ted's excellent adventure was amazing, but I don't know the uh, was it Bill and Ted's bogus journey was was eh. it was okay. Eh. This one's probably going to be as well, but I still got to watch it, dude. I got to watch it. It's going to be a solid yeah. dressing good time. I think that I've got to go back and watch, watch the original too. And then watch the new one. I try and think back for the phrases and things I liked about the original. Yeah. And for some reason I'm getting it mixed up with Wayne's world. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. I kind of do know why actually yeah, I, I do too. Actually that, that kind of fits. <laughs> yeah. I was quite obsessed with Bill and Ted when it came out. Yeah. Like I said, and that being said, this new movie I finally got to see the preview a few weeks ago. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, the brilliant kind of looks dumb. I don't know if I want to see this quite yet. So I'm going to wait. I will watch it and review it. I'm excited about it either way. Well, I mean, come on, it's Bill and Ted and I, I want to see right. what they actually can do with it. If they, if we review it on the show, I'll probably watch it early. <laughs> but, so you got to say, we're going to review it on the show. How about that? See what he needs to do though, is Keanu Reeves somehow should be, Ted John Wick Logan in the movie <laughs> or Ted Neo Logan or something. I mean, one Ted way Wick. or the other Ted Wick, <laughs> Ted Wick, Neo Logan. That doesn't even work. I don't even know. Well, they are doing a matrix four too. So one way or the other, it's going to be funny. I'll believe that when I see it. No, oh, they're in filming. Well, they were before COVID. Okay. Yeah, it was happening. So <laughs> our catchphrase this week is anything from Bill and Ted. So go for it. Now, I understand, though, Ben Tassi, before we go any further, you had a, a beef about last week's catchphrase, or, or maybe not you personally, but someone did. So I like the phrase, it is what it is. My last job, I used to manage a lot of construction remediation projects, like fixing things. And every now and then, we'd always have issues with keeping the, the client, the building owner happy and, and making sure the contractor's doing their work. But sometimes things kind of went a bit south. You're trying to have them do things properly, but you don't only carry so much of a stick. And one day to my boss, we were discussing something that wasn't quite going right on a project. And I says, it is what it is. And then he flipped on me to a certain degree, said, 
no, you can't say that. It is just what it is. There's always something we can do. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> oh. Don't say that around you anymore. <laughs> you learned your lesson. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we Funny. discussed the the fine art of the difference. Or the, the difference. That's what it, it was a fine art, I guess, too. But we discussed the differences of how to use it in a positive way versus a giving up way. That's right. Last week. Yeah. That's right. So there you go. Now you can use it in the proper way that actually does work. And if he were to get mad at you again, if you ever ran across him, you could use it and he would be like, I get, uh, okay, I can't, I can't. You're right. So there you go. Yeah. Okay. W- really quick. I got to go back to something because we were talking about just the, the glorious things we were drinking and I got to share something really quick. So there's a local ice cream shop out of Colorado Springs that started back in the eighties. And when I was in high school, my high school chemistry teacher told us that her husband is one of the people that started the company. And so, of course, you know, we went there in high school. It was really, really good. Well, they finally made its way up here and they have some pretty, it's all handmade, homemade ice cream, you know, it's really good stuff. doesn't have all those like, I don't know what's in, you know, some of those preservatives. Yeah. Yeah. That stuff. So they had this one company called it's called Josh and John's and they are Colorado only right now, but it's really good. So they, uh, they have this new ice cream that, I mean, at first you're kind of looking at this going like, what? It's got gorgonzola cheese in it, cracked black pepper, uh, and walnuts with ice cream. And I thought, is this a joke? And they're like, no, no, try it. I'm the person that was like, I'm too scared to try it. I'm like, oh, I'll try it. It was amazing. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so good. Like, I don't know. How did they do that? But um, yeah, totally amazing. Wow. The one though that I was just so excited about is it was like, the drunken peach or something or what it's what it called. Ooh. And it's the Palisade, the famous Palisade peaches from Colorado mm-hmm. that were soaked in bourbon. And of mm. course for the kids, the, you know, the alcohol was burned out. So, you know, they could eat it. And then Whatever. it was mixed with, yeah, probably not. It was mixed with sweet cream, ice cream, homemade caramel drizzle, and then apple pie crumble on the top. Oh my gosh. Holy cow. It okay. Was, hang on. It was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got to say Josh and John's you said. Yeah. The husband was Josh uh, for my high school chemistry teacher, but dang son, that's some good stuff. They had a rum chata ice cream, which was horchata and rum mixed together. Some other really good stuff, dude. Oh, wow. I'm going to door dash some of that up to Iowa here. Yeah, Uh, it was most triumphant. That's all I got to say. It was, it was (laughs) awesome, dude. Dude. Captain, you have to let us know what uh, consistency that ice cream arrives in. (laughs) Well, if it's, you know, you with know, some frozen packs and as long as they nitrogen. put it in, yeah, put it in, put it in a nice big case of dry ice. But what I will let you guys know is how much that DoorDash costs. Oh, yeah. To get 700 miles. Yeah. Which is? I don't know. I'll oh, let you, you know. You're going to let us know later. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, there you go. I, I just had to share that because I'm like, dude, dude. Wow. By the way. Speaking of things like that, it's nice to kind of finally get out a little bit more. Things are opening up. You feel a little more comfortable going out, although some people are still not respecting people's personal space. They're not wearing masks. They're sneezing and coughing and spitting all around you. And uh, not kidding, by the way, (laughs) this was a family that was standing behind us. And I thought, thanks, guys. Very cool. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) but but if you had a mask on, right? Well, you had to because we were standing in line for stuff. And it's like, you got to have a mask on to be, you know, going into these establishments. And they didn't. And I was like, dude, guys, dude. Most Dude. heinous, non-triumphant. So respect people. Think beyond yourself once in a while. That's all. That's all I ask. That's all. That's all I ask. Anyway, but it's so nice to be out a little bit more, except for the smoke and the excessive hot weather right now. But 
you know, with all the heat and everything else that's going on, you are going to get a boat there, Captain. Uh, is that is that happening yet? So, yeah, remember how I was waxing about the whole boat thing and I was all excited after waxing my fishing on. trip and all that? Yeah, well, okay, Captain yeah. Influence, I haven't put it to bed yet, but I decided, you know, we were having trouble on our game nights last week getting my computer to load Borderlands 3. And, and it's always too. loaded. Yeah, and it's no always problems. loaded before. It's always been fine, but but it just wouldn't. I mean, it just my hard drive loads it so fast. Even though I have an SSD, it's not a it's not an NVMe SSD. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's not an NVMe SSD, Brian. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Is it the M.2? No. You know, with uh, <laughs> what, 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 what's the uh, you know the speed the, the latency on? Well, the, yeah, yeah, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna pay a little bit more for the X3 S15, <laughs> but uh, you know, I think it, it's probably worth your while to wait for the X3 S17. They skipped six because they, it just kind of fell through on the floor. But <laughs> okay, this is funny oh, to me sorry, because Mike, we, Mike, stand back. We have some we have some <laughs> friends who are total tech guys, and you know they know this stuff, and so they know all like the the model numbers, and they probably know serial numbers and everything. I mean, really, they have memorized. They have this stuff yeah, memorized. It's yeah. amazing, and they'll talk about it during game nights. And we're just, Tony and I are like, <laughs> we're trying to play. Okay, I know tech <laughs> stuff, but I don't on. even know what they're talking about. This goes beyond. Yeah. It's so funny to listen to. Actually, it's very entertaining. I love it. Well, so back thank to my you story, for uh, uh, yeah reminding you. Yeah, your story. Yes, yeah, your computer is getting geriatric. I yeah. So I've decided to push the boat off a little ways longer and Shove to it off. build a new machine. Mm. It's all ordered. Mm. Uh, I have my case, my processor, and my hard drive here, sitting Ooh. right next to me. Very nice. And I'm waiting for the motherboard, the power supply, the video card, the RAM. I think that's it. So anyway, yeah, I'm mm. excited. By uh, next show, I will have a brand new machine as long as everything works. Stop Never know sometimes. Me, Tony. Yeah. With all so that you talk. Had me no, at, I'm just kidding. You had me at RAM, right? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> That's right. That sounds like. Oh, can we please call your computer Herbert? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to call it Steve. Oh. Uh, but oh, Herbert's Steve. not bad. Herbert. That's not a bad idea. Because every time you turn your computer on, it goes, mm. you got to have a sound effect though that, you know, okay, I don't even know if you can do this anymore, but you remember like in the, in the earlier days of windows when you could have like the greeting sound and it would, you could put whatever oh, yeah, you they, on there. They were called, what were they called? Um, uh, you could do windows. Uh, come on folks Welcomes, out there. You well, know, windows welcome. Oh, it, was, it was, it was or, an entire yeah. package. Windows startup uh, or whatever. No, it was an entire pack. You could like have a Star Trek, Theme, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, you yeah. can get the themes, yeah. And so startups and all your system sounds will be Star Trek related. And, oh, yeah. Uh, it was yeah, so you, much fun. Those were huge in the 90s. I don't know what happened to them. Well, and even uh, in the early 2000s, because like during the Christmas time, I'd have the one where from from uh, National Lampoon, you know, when I'd turn my computer off and you'd hear uh, <laughs> you'd hear him going, nobody's leaving. <laughs> nobody's walking out on this fun old fashioned family Christmas. <laughs> it was really fun. Yeah, I, used to, I used to wait. I used to swim in themes back in the late 90s. Uh, I would always have some kind of theme on my machine. Uh, and I haven't thought of it for a long time. What I, they must I, still be out there. Yeah, like your sign off for Herbert could be the one where he's like, "You're just starting to piss me off." You know, when you're when you're leaving, you're like, "No, no, don't leave." You know, or the ones like, "Get me some good news." You know, you could have all kinds. Of, so I have some other names for your computer that you might want to consider. Okay. Chad. So you've got Steve, Herbert, Chad, Felipe. That's a good one. Linda. You could even go with. Oh, what about Karen? Does Karen not want any of that? No, no, we no 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 we we don't want to do that. Um, <laughs> El Pollo, El, El Pollo Diablo is a fantastic one. Ooh, you know, or, it's a little um, long. But yeah. 
No, but it's it's like, you know, the black beast that I have, you know, I mean, it's it's a long one and I have to pull up a sound effect every time I want to mention it, which is why yeah, I do that again. What, what's your computer? Call I can't. Again? No, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not going to do it. I refuse to. Okay. Right. You see what I mean? This is what I have to deal with. It's the black beast. Nope. Nope. Just stop right there because I have to deal with the sound effect. So El Pollo Diablo kind of just rolls off the tongue a little bit, you know, especially if it's got some yeah, flames on the case. I got to say it like Antonio Medeiros, right? El Pollo Diablo. Yeah. Antonio. Oh man. Good times. When he was Zorro. Oh my gosh. So when we were in the uh, theater yeah, Brian, watching you, that movie, you really liked when he, when he kissed the women in Zorro, didn't you? You really like, no, no. So uh, you know at the end when, um, oh my gosh, it was great. So when, when Anthony Hopkins dies, you know, in the, in the movie and all that, sorry, spoilers, this was a nineties movie, but we saw it. And so we'd already seen it. And, and Johnny pistol shot and I were, were with a friend, another friend who hadn't seen it yet. And there's this part at the end where, you know, the, the, uh, the first Zorro, you know, Anthony Hopkins has his mask on and <laughs> he says something like take off my mask, you know, for his daughter or whatever. And of course, all we're thinking of is return of the Jedi, yeah, you know, exactly. take my mask off. Let me see you with my own eyes. And of course, it was, just, yeah, it, it was awesome. It was a good story, bro. Dude, it was so what righteous. What are the names you got for me? Oh, that's what I've got so far. What do you think? Well, yeah. I, I, you what know? about... We can do Gertrude or Griselda. Yeah. You know. How about Hosehead? Yeah. Hosehead. Yeah. Hoser. Yeah. Or Hosehead. Yeah. That's yeah, not yeah. bad. Yeah. That's not bad. I'm liking I, Herbert. I'm still, if you put the sound I'm still kind of stuck on Steve. Herbert's a possibility. Steve is a pretty name. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> Come on. So name anyway, that I'm, quote. Anyway, congratulations. I'm super, super excited. And uh, it's, you know, my computer is probably seven years old. Yeah. So. Well, you are. It's ready. That's, ready. For a PC, that's old, man. PCs usually well, hit about five years and then they're like, mm. it has served me well. Let me put it that way. Good. Yeah. You have to find some good sound themes for it. Mm-hmm. Dig those up. I think I know where they went. They went to the ringtones on our cell phones. We focused on those instead. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I, and suddenly it just hit me like, like some kind of uh, revelation just now. I think I want to have a Metroid theme on Ooh. my computer. Oh, the original, like sweet. the original NES Metroid. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm thinking I might want to do that. And then, you know what? By the time the show's over, I'll probably have completely forgotten that. <laughs> well, if you can go for any kind of sounds, then, you know, your computer will be the brother to the black beast of. I know I miss my. I, yeah, my computer's. Fine. No, I, I think I'll be so smitten with the speed of this thing that I will completely forget about all that extra stuff, <laughs> uh, at least for a while. So well, you got to build it. It'll be fun. You'll, you'll enjoy it. Yep. All right. Yep. So speaking of building things, Bentastic is over there building garages and gardens and other things like that. So tell us about lame. what is happening. What, what do you mean? <laughs> lame. A, gar- a garage over there. Yeah, come on. I'm building a garage. I mean, really, is that all you guys do up in Canada is build garages for when like you get 50 feet of snow and stuff like that? Or, oh, sorry, meters of snow or whatever, you know, come on. You know, Ben's never I, met Mike. <laughs> now he has. I have not. <laughs> No, I, I have through the show over the past few yeah, years. That's true. Yeah. I'm, I'm so impressed with you building an actual garage. And at first I thought you're redoing your garage and you're like, no, I don't have a garage. I'm building it from scratch. And I'm like, dude, that is, wow. I'm, I'm, I bow down to your greatness right now. Tell us yeah, like I the foundation th- and everything. Yeah. I had someone else do the concrete for me. I okay. was going to do it. But you look at concrete, that's not something you can really go back and fix cheaply if you mess up on it. That's True. a full tear out and redo. So yeah. I decided to have someone else do it. There's a few hiccups with that, but it's done. 
got it framed, got the shingles on the roof. Nice. Working on roughing in the electrical and getting siding on now. So Dang, it's been man, quite man the summer. Can, yeah. Yeah. It is a man cave. Busy and, oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be a good workout room for us. We're going to finally have a wood shop. This will be in my entire life. And in Canada, quite a few homes have garages. Like along our block, we've got an alley or a lane b- between the streets. And so everyone has a a back garage or a backyard. And I think out of out of like the 40 homes along the street, there's only four that don't have garages. Mm-hmm. So now I can keep up with my neighbors. I just, gotta, <laughs> you know, I just have to get a, a more. TV in there so I could be like them. It's just <laughs> sit in the garage at night and watch the hockey playoffs right now. Nice. Eat your, cro- eat your craft dinner and watch hockey. Yeah. Craft right. dinner. K- KD for short. Okay. For those who are in the know. Oh, just KD. <laughs> I had no. I, I have no idea what's going on right now. <laughs> Terrence and Philip, man. You, oh, you guys. Sorry. You guys no, refer out, to I'm it as mac and cheese up oh, here. And your KD. We're craft dinner. Yeah, KD. Interesting. Got to be KD. That's the that's the branding and the advertising and everything. I learned something new. But, yeah. So is so it a detached back, garage or is it connected to your house? It's detached. Okay. Cool. About twelve feet from the back of the house. Fill in a nice big corner of our yard. Twenty-four foot square. Nice. Lots of space. I got special trusses in it, so it's got a nice squared off attic space in it as well. So oh, cool. I can keep my junk up above the garage oh, instead nice. of using up the car space. Yeah. Um, but it but it really got me thinking. It was like if we had a nice blank slate to make a space for any of us to like nerd out or or do whatever. Ooh. It was like, what would it have in it? So Ooh. Brian, I guess my question for you is. What do you have in the different corners of your cavernous studio? I know it's not. <laughs> I know you got the. You have the pantheons from Rome in one corner or something, was it? Yes, and they're they're models. That they're not the real thing, dude. Uh, are you sure? Oh, they're about only that? half scale. Are you sure about that? No, no they're it's, full, it's full scale. scale yeah. They're just not the real ones. Are you sure they're not the real ones? <laughs> are you sure I didn't do a little switch? Uh, yeah. Uh, the, so that's in one corner, of course. As I've mentioned before, the life size recreation of Jabba's palace uh and not the outside but you know the inside with him and yeah you know all the people around it it's um, darker in that area for atmospheric well but. on purpose yeah because then if right. you if you don't know where you're going then you can't see the trap door that you would fall down you know so yeah exactly. have you finally have you finally finished that rancor pit edition oh yeah totally i, I have yet to oh, find dude, something finally. resembling a rancor but um you know i've got the pit down there i've just even got like the, the bones thing. for effect that i just need some kind of a wild animal Let's get a chihuahua. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most foul beast ever. It's like this rabbit or a chihuahua, you know? Yeah. But, anyway, uh, back to question. but, but on, a, on, a, on a truer scale, if I were to make a dream space for myself, what would I have? And I mean, honestly, like for me, it's like the stuff that I do right now, it's like the studio and, and the gaming stuff and all that. And, and I'd probably put in a, a full wall sized screen for whatever mm-hmm. gaming or watching stuff and all that. I mean, absolutely. You know, you got to have a couch in there, but you know, you got to have like a little professional area, but I would do the full studio where you have the really sweet, huge table with all the different microphones, you know, going out and I put all my monitors on actual mounts, arm mounts so that I could move things around. And, but that's me. Like I totally nerd out about this stuff and I'd have like a little video area too, where I could start doing stuff like that. Yeah. But I mean, that would require more space than this cavernous studio has and uh, a lot of money that of course I, of course I have. You don't need it. You practically have your dream space already, dude. It's kind of a loaded question. That's true. 
because you've already realized that dream space in that 10,000 square foot studio of yours. Yeah. That, I mean, how you even landed that is beyond me. But. Well, remember the, the condo we live in is 900 square feet, but the studio is 10,000 square feet. So it, you know, it's bigger on the inside. It's TARDIS. Yep. It's, it is totally yeah. that, that, yeah. oh man. See, actually I was thinking about this. So, you know, I've been watching a little doctor who, and I thought TARDIS cool concept. How cool would it be to have like a car like you normally have and you climb in the car and it's bigger on the inside. And so all of a sudden it's like this huge house and you know, it's got autopilot and everything like that. And so, you know, everybody just thinks that's oh, just a little car. It's an armored Everyone, car. Everyone like your own personal TARDIS. That'd be, yeah, but it's a car. Cause then it blends in. I mean, you could do sure. anything too, right? You could walk into our 900 square foot condo, but it's not, it's 9,000 on the inside. Whoa. You know, wouldn't that be awesome? Dude. I, oh, I'm the lost at how awesome that would be actually. Yeah. <sighs> okay. So what about you, Captain though? What would be your dream space? Oh, let me guess. Let me guess. You want uh, to get a better treadmill under your desk and then ooh. you're going to get a desk squat rack right there. Yep. So you can help work on your 10 pack a bit more. <laughs> Oh, he's up to a 10-pack now. You're the first guest we've had who really, really knows the show. (laughs) Good job, dude. Um, No, no no, no offense to the other guests who don't. It's just impressive how how much you can pull. My ideal space, (laughs) I would separate my office from my play space, which Mm -hmm. right now they're the same. Sure. So, I mean, if I, if I turn my head to the left, I can see my work computer and it staring at me right now. And if you turn your head to Um, the left and cough too, you can, never mind, go ahead. Then my work computer gets mad at me for not wearing a mask. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I would say I would have a triple gaming monitor set up. I would yes. have a gaming. I would have a gaming chair. You know, one of those like four thousand dollar gaming chairs. Well, more like fourteen hundred. How about whatever. Like a gaming lazy boy? Nah, too lazy. That's too late. Well, oh, okay. So yes, I'm yes for for the next part of what's in that space, which okay. is so I'd have the triple monitor for my PC. Yep. And then yeah. on another wall, I would have a big screen TV with a PS Five. Nice. Uh, I'm not a console guy, but or, okay, PS4 for now. I'm not a console guy, but, but I really, really, really want to play the Final Fantasy VII remake. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to wait till it comes out on PC just because I don't have a television. I don't want one. But in my amazing imaginary space, I would have one. I would have that gaming lazy boy. I would have a disco ball above oh, me. Oh, yes. Uh, totally Two foot diameter. Yep. Um, I have one, by the way. I mean, really. Yeah, but you get to it's it lost in your in your studio, dude. Well, no, I haven't hung I mean, it yet. That's that's why it's lost. You can't see it. It's but if okay, I actually okay. hung it, it would be yeah. I just got to pull it out. Good. Uh, I'd have a stripper pole with no strippers, um, just just for you to swing around, practice on. Yeah, right. How about a um, fireman? Okay, never mind. Keep, keep going. <laughs> uh, I think that's it, guys. I, I I I that's I'd be pretty happy with that setup right there. Okay. Oh, Brian, you should you should do a fireman's pull down to the raincor pit. Yeah, well, I was now, but see, with the trap door kind of gets them there a little faster. Yeah, it's true. pretty fun though. But you know what though, the the disco ball is actually a a realistic goal because I, I oh, truly totally. have one sitting in a box, and I just need to pull it out. I like this. Okay, thank I you should, for the I idea. Get one of those in my Good. in my garage. One of the things I want to. So my garage is going to be a working area. We've got an elliptical. I've already got it out there. I worked on it the past two mornings. It's been amazing. Mm. Oh, good. And then I've got a squat rack that my brother-in-law is taking care of for me. That's going to go in there. But then I want to have a really good work, wood shop. I've been nerding out watching a whole ton of videos on YouTube. It's amazing how much woodworking stuff there is on YouTube. It's really oh, cool. Oh, God. I'm not surprised. <laughs> also, I'm a big music guy like Brian. Oh, so yes. I've got it. I'm going to have a good stereo. I've got three JBL surround speakers mm. like two surrounds in a center channel that i've been sitting nice. on for years i bought them brand new for about six or seven hundred bucks oh, i don't nice. have much use on them so i gotta 
pick up a decent receiver from a pawn shop and and pick up a nice sub, and then I'm all set. Yeah, that's gonna be a good call. Pawn shops where you go for that stuff too. Yeah, yeah. especially if it's going out in a garage. (laughs) Oh yeah, no, that's a great idea though to have a good you know stereo system out there. That's yeah, everybody needs that. Give something for the neighbors to complain about. (laughs) I was just gonna say. You'd be, you'd be so everyone's favorite than, neighbor. Yeah. Yeah. The neighborhood was so much quieter before Ben had his garage. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's where the parties are at, man. Well, yeah. good question. I like your question. Yeah, that's really cool. All right. So for those of you listening to, if you're thinking like, hey, man, I wonder what my dream space would look like. Feel free to imagine it. Feel free to make it realistic, whatever. But do send it to us. Seriously, would love to hear what kind of a dream space you would make. Like this is just kind of a, I love the question. It's a cool idea. And then also. And I know you were kind of thinking about this too, Ben is like, I mean, obviously there's the man cave terminology that people use, but what about for women? Like what would be a dream space for women? Like what would you call it? You're not going to call it a man cave. You're going to call it a so, woman cave. What would you call it? So I was, I was doing some searching um, for man cave type stuff, workshop stuff. And I came across this term called the she shed. Mm. <laughs> and I was like, well, that's interesting. I guess they don't get as large of a space. <laughs> It's just a shed. It could be a huge one. But yeah, just a shed. Yeah, huh? A shed. I don't know. I feel like a true she shed would have at least two walk-in closets, uh, mm. and it'd be pretty big. Yeah. Come yeah. on. True. Double garden doors opening out with a porch on the front with a with some patio furniture out there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Wet bar. Yeah. 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 Mass- massage tables. Oh, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, a 24-7 masseuse. Uh, yep. Massage therapist. Oh, sorry. Well, me. Yeah, yeah. either way. And a 24-7 salon. Oh, well, you know, yeah. some, yeah, so some would love that and some don't care. But yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Manny's and Petty's yeah. got to have those in there. Uh-huh. Speaking, you that's know. That's what she said. That's what she said. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm a man. <laughs> I don't do this kind of stuff. So I'm thinking like, well, but, but you're right. I think you're actually onto something here. We could come up with some really cool she sheds women caves i don't know we come on help, I don't help know us that we out here. could we would need some of the female listeners to well no we're empowering them to to imagine with us so that they can say right. i want this i'm going to make this happen you know and tell us where we're wrong in our suppositions okay yeah well yeah cuz honestly and and of course everyone's going to be different you know like here we are talking about like you have a workout studio or studio a workout area fantastic you know whereas and i didn't yeah. include that even though i probably should <laughs> <laughs> I would include the stereo. I like that idea. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I mean, and I have, you know, it's funny. It's like, I still have old speakers hooked up to my computer that well, actually it's hooked up to my whole mixer sound setup. So I have the, the studio speakers, you know, in the corners of my ceilings and it is beautiful. Nice. Yeah. 10,000 square feet of pure unadulterated ampage. All right. Well, moving on. This was great. Thank you for sharing all that. I'm, I'm excited for you and uh, congratulations on the garage, the garage for you, uh, you know, across the ponders. <laughs> Let's talk about something here. Now, Ben Tastic says, hey, there's this show I used to watch. It was from the 80s. I want you to watch it. So he sends it over and I'm like, okay, let me see if I can actually use it. And I watched, I watched the first episode and I'm thinking definitely 80s. It's kind of like a cross between like I don't know, like um, the love boat and uh, Baywatch or I don't know. I'm just, I'm totally kidding. Actually, it's really not. It's, it's actually really, it's a fascinating show. No, no, it's, it's a, it's an, it's a family adventure show. So it's actually four families. It's clean. And I think it was Disney, right? Uh, No, it wasn't. uh, It's a Canadian made show. 
Oh, somebody, no. well, somebody so, was saying that like Disney bought it or I, I really don't know for sure, but that's that's yeah. hearsay or heresy, depending on how you <laughs> anyway. So don't leave us yeah. hanging. What's it? Tell called, us about Brian? tell us about this show. So it's called Danger Bay. So this show was aired in the late 80s. I have memories of watching it when I was little. Yeah, it's set in Vancouver, British Columbia. Um, Vancouver. The main character, the father is the head curator of the Vancouver Aquarium. And he's a veterinarian and he has two kids. You get a few episodes in and it kind of touches a bit on how their mother passed away in Africa or something in the past. But it goes through all sorts of different stuff in the episodes between smugglers, smuggling goods or animals, toxic waste getting dumped in the ocean, precious artifacts being stolen. Um, It covers a whole wide gambit of different things. There's a lot of airplanes they had harbor air is is on that show and that they're a decent sized charter aircraft company out of vancouver still today and their planes are in that and there's i think they've got one or two flights in almost every episode both planes and helicopters you get a little bit of that nerdy note <laughs> yeah and it's got it doesn't have the best acting in the world especially for the kids <laughs> no but i'm only at the beginning of the third episode but i remember watching it there's five seasons and so there's this channel on YouTube, which I just discovered a couple months ago, and they have republished on YouTube all of these old Canadian-made TV shows. And Danger Bay was my favorite one. So I was like, I got to get through this one first. Then I'll see yeah. if any of the other ones spark my my interest. So but it's it's a really cool show. I, nice. I enjoy it. And you just get <laughs> in. There's like the mystery, the suspense, and, yeah. and it's all family-friendly, which these days that's getting harder and harder to find. Yeah, that's true, actually. But before we talk about that, because I think that's a really interesting thing you just brought up. But yeah, it, it, it was interesting. The first episode, I mean, it's hard to say because like I did not watch it as a child, you know, so there's no nostalgia aspect for me. So, I mean, it was like completely cheesy, but that that was a lot of stuff that happened in the 80s. You know, it was I, I mean, I look back at some of the movies and TV shows that I like. I totally love this. And then I go back and rewatch it and I'm like, I still love this and I can feel the nostalgia. But man, that's cheese. Holy cow. Um, oh, like so many Airwolf. movies that I've yeah, done there. Airwolf, Knight Rider, Last Flight of Noah's Ark. I mean, I could go on for a long time about some of those cheesy stuff that, you know, it brings nostalgia, but it was good though. I was actually surprised. It was like, this is kind of cool. So there yeah. you go. If you want a good little eighties, cheesy family friendly show, Danger Bay, get onto YouTube and look it up. It just doesn't sound very family, family friendly. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, but you know, Danger you're right. Bay. There's not a lot. There's a lot of, um, Family friendly. Uh, what what would be the word? Like they say it's family friendly, but it's a little uh, maybe not a little racy or it's just they're pushing the boundaries now. And I, I'm sure you're probably finding this stuff out, Ben. And that's another reason why I'm yeah. always talking about reviews. And then I say, well, hey, we've got listeners like Ben who have kids and want to watch movies with their family. And I think, you know, hey, just a little family friendly commentary. FYI, here's what's in it. That's why I bring that stuff up on the show, because I think it's important. But yeah. what are you finding in general? Well, I think I remember like back 10, 15 years ago, me and my buddies, we just look at what the rating is yeah. on a movie and we know, okay, it's going to be good. If it's PG or lower is generally good. But what we found in the past year in particular is like PG does not mean it's um, necessarily a family friendly movie. We that's found true. that out with My Spy, which you reviewed the other week. Yeah. Oh, that's PG 13, by the way. It's PG on Netflix in Canada. Oh my gosh! It's on Amazon on Prime. Oh, weird. It's only PG on Prime. So here we have a different rating system. Oh, wow, here it's PG thirteen, and yeah. and it definitely Which, deserves that rating. Hmm. 
So wow, I'll need you guys to tell me. I can't believe on, that. That they yeah. made it PG up there because it's not a PG movie. Not at all. So so here's an interesting thing, which I've found throughout my life. Canada's had their own rating system for I don't know how many years. Like since I was little. Yeah. But there are movies in the States that could be rated R that in Canada will get a PG rating. Oh my gosh. Wow. And I've never reviewed the direct comparison. My my yeah. mother one time when I was, I think it was like my 13th birthday party, I had some friends come sleep over. She's like, I got this horror movie for you. It's only rated PG, but maybe it'll be fun for you guys to watch. Get some suspense. <laughs> I ended up watching it after my buddies all went oh to gosh. sleep. Like she rented the movie, I was watch it. It was freaky. It was like this ice cream man that would serve body parts in his ice cream. And oh, it, was, it was a nasty horror, horror movie. <laughs> I think that they just think that you Canadians are are much more mature than us. I think that might be Hardier. what this is going on there. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Like but, kids can take this. Yeah. Yeah. So like, they, okay, they I'm, looking, I'm looking at the rating for my spy and it is PG 13 here, but it says like violence and gore is moderate profanity is moderate, which, you know, it's not, it's certainly not like, you know, some PG 13 movies that are pushing the boundaries these days. This does not push the boundary at all, but it's definitely not a PG movie. So that's mm, so, yeah. I had no idea that the rating systems were different now. I mean, yeah. Well, and it's hmm. it's interesting too. You look at like one of the big things for for us for our family. Like I think violence and gore is kind of its own thing. Like you have to have a certain amount of violence in an action movie to have it be interesting. But how graphic are you in that? But then when you get to language, yeah, it's like you look, what's considered cursing or swears now is not how it was considered 15 years ago. Like it seems True. now for movies, if it's not an f bomb, it doesn't matter. It it almost seems which. I find frustrating. I don't know about that. Uh, it's, it, it I, even does. I'm sensitive to, to to overuse of of uh, expletives in in movies or TV. Yeah. But everyone's a little. I mean, everyone's idea of overuse is different, right? So a couple here and there. I don't. I just don't see it. But if it's overused, I'll notice it. Um, yeah. yeah. But I mean, if the rating systems are different there, you're gonna like the way we see things makes sense to us because it's like. You know, like if it's a if it's a PG, well, here's that's the problem though. So like, the PG thirteen movies tend to be something like My Spy, which to me is a low end PG thirteen movie. And then you've got the other ones, which is like this should be rated R, but it's not. You've got that whole range in there. I feel like PG thirteen is kind of this arbitrary thing now. Whereas like R is either really bad or it's really actually not that bad. They just put it in there because of some reason. I've watched rated R movies that are like this is nothing. And then I've watched <laughs> rated R movies that I've had to turn off because it's so bad. And you just kind of go, I don't know. Yeah. Now I just read the, the reviews and stuff, which is actually going back to my spy. What we even said that like, this isn't really a movie for kids. That's why I said that on yeah. the show too. I don't know. I'm surprised that they kind of marketed it as a kid's movie or a family movie. And I'm like, it's not a kid's movie. They marketed it as a family <laughs> movie. And I went, no, not really. One movie I'm curious on really quick that's coming out very soon on Netflix or it just came out is The Sleepover. And it almost seems to be oh. like Netflix's answer to My Spy. Interesting. <laughs> like the mother is a secret agent and she gets abducted during the kids' sleepover or something. Okay. But that's rated PG. So I'm like, hmm, I'm curious what Netflix PG is going to be like compared <laughs> so to. So it's TV Amazon. PG here as well. Yeah. So maybe it is actually a PG movie or a or TV show, I guess, whatever it is. It's not getting we'll good ratings, but uh, there you go. I don't know. <laughs> you can preview it. Speaking of Netflix, I just found out today that Netflix purchased Cobra Kai. Yes. Finally. Glad everybody, I waited, right? Everybody can watch it now. 
Seasons one and two are available today, as in Friday. And season three is coming later in this later this year. Yay! And wow, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I don't know what I'm doing this weekend. I'm catching up on Cobra Kai, dude. Dude, I'm so excited for you. And I am so excited that season three is finally coming out because I've been waiting. Where is it? Yeah, the Guardian. I found out because the Guardian uh, did a really good human interest piece on Ralph Macchio. Yeah. And that's what tuned me into that. So, nice. boom. Oh, Ralphie. I like him. That is most triumphant, man. I'm so glad they're coming. And it's kind of funny, and I'm, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this, but Cobra Kai was on what they called YouTube Originals, which was a, a premium service through YouTube. So you either had to pay for that and or you had like, I think YouTube Red or whatever included it, and then YouTube TV mm. included it. So that's how I watched it. But um, yeah, I'm glad actually that they're moving to Netflix because YouTube TV, and this is not just YouTube TV. This is like, uh, what do you call it? Sling and Hulu's live TV package and all that. They've all jacked up their prices. YouTube TV started at 35 a month, which I was like, totally worth it, man. You get all the TV channel, live TV channels. You get them local wherever you're at, you know, assuming it's in your city, of course. And I thought this is cool. This is a good little service. They have unlimited DVDs or DVR storage or whatever they call it. You could record your shows and it would just automatically. It was really cool. Mm. Each time a new episode would come out, it would just record the show for you. Uh, it was neat. It was just a really cool service. And then it went up to 40 and I'm like, okay, that's cool. It's, you know, that was like a, a the intro price. Now it's 40. Then it went up to 50 and I was like, I don't know. This is, you know, it's still really, really good, but you know, you're, you're jacking your prices up. So, you know, maybe I could share it with somebody and you know, we'll see. And, and then just this month they jumped up to $65 from 50 to 65. <laughs> and I was like, okay, hold on here. So like the whole reason that we got away from cable and went to services like the streaming, any streaming services, right? And even considering something like YouTube TV or sling was you want your local channels, you want your sports. And of course sports isn't really even doing anything. You know, you want those things that you can't get through streaming services like Netflix or prime or Disney plus or whatever. You just can't get them. Sure. And so I'm thinking like, okay, but you know, you don't want to pay the the $200 cable bill or whatever the heck. I don't even know. Like we cut the cable a long time ago. But 65 and everyone else is like right about that price too. And it's just like, okay, now we're starting to get to that price. That's like not worth it anymore because of all the cable bills. Yeah. So I'm just going, guys, 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 you need to. So I wonder how, I wonder how they compare to cable now. I mean, are they still staying under the, under your average cable price per month? Cause I have no idea. I haven't, I'm like you, I haven't touched cable for a long, long time. Well, last I heard somebody was paying a hundred and like someone we know was paying $180 for their cable service. Wow. Now I think that included internet, but here's the prop. Okay. So, so well, add internet to that. So you've got whatever you're paying per month on internet plus 65 and then add your other streaming services in there. Mm, you're on yeah. Netflix, Disney plus and all that. I mean, all of a sudden now you're well, well over a hundred bucks easily. You might even be closer to 150 by now. So it's like, how much cheaper is it really? And of course, first world problems. Do we really even need these right. things? No, but I mean, <laughs> the whole point is, yeah, we cut the cable to get away from the stupid price and now it's just moving right back to that through streaming and all the little nickel and diming and I'm going, guys, 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 guys. I'm just so surprised, Brian. I'm so surprised. I know. Why would they do that to us? I mean, it's not like they want money or anything. I mean, this is, (laughs) yeah, I mean. Why would they charge what they can get away with? I mean. Yeah, I mean, nobody nobody does that. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Man. Uh, Nobody does it. I really, I truly believe that. But at the same time, I'm being facetious. Sorry. <laughs> I don't believe that. <laughs> I, I know. It, 
I know a somewhat solution though. Well, yeah. What we're kind of doing in our house is we're kind of rotating streaming services. Oh, that's so nice. So I'm going to do one at a time, especially seen as all the episodes. Like you do have some content that kind of goes away based on licensing, but for the large part, you have a lot of these TV episodes where everything's sitting there. So we'll do Netflix for several months and then we'll end that subscription and then switch to Disney Plus for several months and yeah, nice. Like that. Rotate the variety. Good job. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, that is a good it idea. Doesn't, and don't hold it, them all at once, so it doesn't hurt as bad. Yeah, exactly. And and so it, uh, I guess it doesn't help you be on top of things right when they come out on all the different providers. But it also yeah. probably leaves you with a bit more free time if you don't have all these sure. ones saying, "Oh, watch me, watch me, watch me." It's true. No, and you know yeah, what? That's, that's okay. You don't need to have the things coming out right away. I mean, I do just because I, I mean, not all the time. I do that for the show. But even then, yeah, it's like sometimes you just got to be like, yeah, I can only watch so much <laughs> you know? and I don't want to right, right now. Yeah, I mean, that's a, it's a good idea. I think, you know, the whole YouTube TV or any kind of live stuff really, I think, centers around probably more sports fans, people who want news, people who are just kind of looking for that stuff. You can't get that streaming like right. HGTV, for example, I'm not even sure you can watch that on demand anywhere that I'm aware of. I mean, maybe, but you know, st- I don't watch that, but you know, people watch stuff. I like get that. my flipper fix. Righteous. Got four songs I want to share with you right now. Don't forget the Spotify playlist, which I know, Ben, you are a follower and a, a, a fan of. You actually oh, gave I love me, all the playlists. You gave me the idea, by the way. Thank you. 100% credit goes to you for saying, hey, you need to create like a TRBS 2020 mix for all the songs we talked about oh, yeah. this year and then have each year and then we'll create a new one for 2021 and all that. So, yay. Thank you. I appreciate that idea. Oh, no so, problem. You know, another one that you uh, gave me idea wise was you got to check out the fat rat. I'm like, all right, let's check out the fat rat. So I listened to him and like it a lot. There's a new song. We'll meet again. It's very good. You know what I was thinking, by the way, with music is that I think it'd be kind of cool to pull up like a, uh, all right, here's a song from like the, like that's kind of the dance category. Uh, and we'll do like a rock one and we'll do a pop, you know, just kind of depending on what kind of stuff we, we pull out and go, ah, I like this. This is from this genre for those of you who like that genre and genre. you can uh, genre your, your Janner. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. Classic crime is another. <laughs> I love that band. Uh, this song is so, so good. I love it. It's called alien rock alternative. Another band that I'm a huge fan of, Nine Lashes. Again, love this song. Dear Self is the name of it. And it's the rock genre, Jenner. And dude, I tell you what, man, dude, if I could play clips of these right now, you would understand why I'm getting so excited about this right now. And my last one, last one here is by Rusi Velt. Rus Velt. Socrates. Socrates. It's Roosevelt. It's Roosevelt. Roosevelt Johnson, Bob Genghis Khan. Okay, this is uh, Roosevelt. (laughs) The name name of the song is called Echoes, and this is like alternative dance as well. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're looking for a good Herman the Kid kind of time, there you go. Some happy music. I don't even know what I'm talking about right now. Ben, (laughs) Ben, you got a song? Is that correct? I got a song. So really quick preface to this. I love discovering new music on Spotify. Yes. And one of the methods I like doing, so we've got Spotify tied into our uh, Amazon smart speaker. And one of the things I like doing is randomly showing like, Alexa, play some dinner music and seeing what comes on. Um, <laughs> A bunch and, of people's Alexas kids, just went off right now, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Alexa, and, okay. buy yeah. my car. No, 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 wait. Alexa, buy Toyota Camry on Amazon. I don't know what. 
Okay, oh, what crap. year? Oh, crap. <laughs> no, no, don't buy that. We need to come up what with something like really model? expensive, specifically that it can go buy. Uh, everybody just turned us off right Alexa, now. Alexa, yeah. go so, buy a Ferrari Testarossa. Testarossa. <laughs> Run. Oh. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Ben. So my kids have started doing that as well, shouting random things. And then one day, a couple weeks ago, my son being really upset and angry with something just just shouts at Alexa, Alexa, play I Hate My Life. <laughs> and then immediately ah. one of my daughters is like, Alexa, stop. And then a few seconds later, we're all sitting at the dinner table. We're just wrapping up dinner. And I'm like, because half of the mystery is like, what is she going to play? Yeah. And, and then so I'm like, Alexa, play I Hate My Life. Oh, no. And then this song came on. It was an instrumental. So it's I Hate My Life by Hayakim. It's a like a Japanese style instrumental. Mm-hmm. And it's a really cool, just kind of upbeat Totally like maybe it's I hate my life and I want to feel better about it type. Yeah, Hayakim. Uh, hi- hi- I see it, yeah. Yeah, but it was <laughs> totally hilarious. And and even my wife, she's like, this is and, and my wife's pretty picky when it comes to music. She doesn't like nearly as much as I do. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like our whole family like loves the song now and, oh and my listen gosh. to it. Listen to wow. some really, I'm expecting yeah, so like really this, to, this thrash metal, you know. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, my curiosity was this going to be yeah. some death metal, really loud. <laughs> Is it gonna be some alternative rock or some depressing oh, jazz yeah. or something? But I'm play Oasis. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I hate my life. Like a little Nirvana Oasis style. Yeah, you know, it when is. you hate your life, you find a good song, or you just need something really good to think about. I guess. <sighs> Deep Thoughts with Captain Influence. If coffee is the drink of the gods, that would explain a lot. I've always thought the gods were total spazzes. Think upon the deep. Wow. That's profound. Dude. That's scintillating. Most triumphant. Fantastic. Been a great time, man. Thanks for joining us. So this this was your first time. Was it fun? It was a blast. Okay. You got, I mean, survived. You got to do the Monday show with us, but you know, you've listened, but you've never been a part of the Friday show. You've never been a part of the mayhem that ensues. And I don't even really know how to explain it. Is it, is it worth it? Yeah. That's is worth it. <laughs> You're like, I had to think about that one. I probably should say yes so that I don't get kicked off the show. But the true yeah. answer is no, this is not hey, worth it. Ben, ben, you had me at popsicle. <laughs> no problem. I got a whole freezer full downstairs in the mm. oh, in, in the garage. Mixing in some Tylenol PM on your next batch. Bill, my friend. Yes, Ted, my friend. This has been a most excellent adventure. One, two, one, two, three, four. Well, you know what the music means. Um, that's no, that's better. Wow. Um, so they said they do get better. Yeah, they do get better. George Carlin said, do they really? We'll find out and review the movie. Maybe next week, maybe the week after. Totally most triumphant. Thanks for joining us. Have a most excellent week, my friends. 
This is The Real Brian Show signing off. The Real Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at 514mediaempire.com.